It's definitely not like your $5 a month sort of virtual assistant from overseas. Yeah, this is insane. This yeah. is insane box. <laughs> in, in, in pricing, it depends. What's the value of breaking free from email, you know? You are listening to Conversations with Nathan Latka. Now, if you're hearing this, it means you're not currently on our subscriber feed. To subscribe, go to getlatka.com. When you subscribe, you won't hear ads like this one. You'll get the full interviews. Right now, you're only hearing partial interviews. And you'll get interviews three weeks earlier from founders, thinkers, and people I find interesting. Like Eric Wan, 18 months before he took Zoom public. We got to grow faster. Minimum is 100% over the past several years. Or bootstrap founders like Vivek of Question Pro. When I started the company, it was not cool to raise. Or Looker CEO Frank Bean before Google acquired his company for $2.6 billion. We want to see a real pervasive data culture, and then the rest flows behind that. If you'd like to subscribe, go to gitlatka.com. There, you'll find a private RSS feed that you can add to your favorite podcast listening tool, along with other subscriber-only content. Now look, I never want money to be the reason you can't listen to episodes. On the checkout page, you'll see an option to request free access. I grant 100% of those requests, no questions asked. Hello, everyone. My guest today is Yaro Starok. He is the creator of a company called InboxDone.com, your email done for you. Uh, it's a management service that helps busy professionals and founders get down to inbox zero every day by managing and replying to all of their email. Yaro, you ready to take us to the top? Let's do it. All right. How do you manage and reply to everyone's email with no context? <laughs> well, you get into someone's inbox and you create the context. You you learn about it. Obviously, it's not me. I'm not, not the one doing it. We have a team. But... Uh, it's based on how someone came in and took over my inbox and basically check the send folder, learn about the company, learn about the person. Then you practice, you know, you start writing drafts, you check it, and then eventually you can almost become that other person. So what have you grown revenue to today? And then let's get the backstory. Yeah, so uh, we're about 15K a month at the moment. Um, we just took on two more clients though, so I'd have to double check uh, what we're at for the last 30 days. But um, the short version of the story is it was something that I wanted to do forever because I, I broke free from email uh, way, way back when I had an online essay editing company. And then I got into blogging and podcasting and selling online courses. And during that time, I had someone do my email the entire time. And for me, it was the biggest productivity hack I've ever experienced, you know, breaking free from email. So it was natural that I thought this has got to be something other people want to do. But to be honest, I just had it on the back burner. I was too busy growing a coaching business to, to focus on it. So 2017, I decided to work with a co-founder. Uh, her name is Claire. She was my inbox manager at the time for my coaching business. And we said, let's just test it. Let's find, you know, one or two uh, basic, you know, beta test clients, see if it worked for them, see if we can make a profit. Um, does the system that works for my inbox apply to someone doing completely different industries, niches, and so on? And the, the test worked. It, it um, took about you know three to six months to really feel out a process that we could apply for other people. Um, Claire was the one doing it. Yeah, and ahead. so how, how many customers have you scaled to today? Yeah, we have about 16, I think, at the moment. Like I said, there's a couple more came on board in the last few weeks. So, so this is an expensive numbers. product then. What are these, I mean, these customers are paying a, a grand or two per month. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's definitely not like your $5 a month sort of virtual assistant from overseas. Yeah, this is insane, this yeah. is insane box. 
<laughs> in, in pricing, it depends. What's the value of breaking free from email, you know? But no, we, we are definitely going after a type of person who is kind of like me. I had a you know business doing multiple six figures, but we had a lot of customer support queries. I had people asking me for podcast interviews. You're, got, my, my point is, oh, sorry, this isn't SaneBox is a technical tool that helps you get to inbox zero, oh. sort of like unroll me. This is not a technical piece of software. You, no, you no, have no, people, no. you're hiring people essentially. Yeah, no, of course. Yeah, it's not it's not a SaaS. I know you're, yeah. you love the SaaS. Yeah. Uh, no, it's it's all human powered. You know, we do use some tools. Yes, where obviously some plugins, uh, Gmail for Outlook and all that. But no, it is a human being. It's uh, an American educated. You know, English is a first language. So very uh, very hands on, very boutique. You're not. Can you're you not make like, money doing this? Is it profitable? So far, so good. Uh, obviously, we haven't scaled to hundreds and, and thousands of customers. So that's a different question to answer at that point. But at this point, um, with myself, my co-founder, we've got about a team of eight at the moment, our inbox managers, um, you know, one inbox manager for our own company. So, yeah, it's, it's scaling well, um, but we're pouring all the profits back into growth at the moment. So break even today. I would say, I mean, my co-founder takes a salary, but yes, mm-hmm. break even today. Yep. 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 Uh, we have to pay yourselves. Yeah. That you want to include that in costs. Um, so, so break even today. And wh- so what do the margins look like? Right. I mean, if, for, what does it cost you to pay an inbox manager? And then what do you mark that? I mean, essentially, you have to mark that time up to make a profit on that customer, right? Yeah, I mean, we've like, this has been a learning experience for sure. You know, we I, I can safely say it's thirty percent, forty percent in profit margin. It depends on the client. You know, some okay. clients are they're going to go through peaks and troughs. You know, so they're going to have uh, maybe a week where they're doing a product launch or something happens in their life that's huge, and we almost you know, break even. And then the next week, you know, their email drops, and we're back to a, a normal profit margin. We have some clients who just you know, they're happy to give us even 50, 60 percent profit margin just to keep that off their plate, never to go into their inbox again. But it, it varies on the client. It really does. I guess my point is, though, if I'm paying you $1,000 a month, you are paying someone to manage my inbox to the tune of 600 or 700 bucks a month. The margin that is left for you in the business is 200 or 300 bucks per customer. Uh, yeah, I mean, most of our clients are more around the $1,500 mark. So 1000 to 1500 And then yeah, we might keep anywhere from 800 to 900, depending on you know the client. Sometimes it's all the way down to 500. But like I said, that that'll change throughout the month depending on what's going on. And they might bump up a plan higher, they might drop down a plan lower. But like I said, so far the margins are holding, but I don't know what it's going to look like over time. I mean, how do you how do you scale this business though? I mean, those are pretty thin margins, right? If you're doing 15,000 a month in revenue and you have 15 customers, that means the average one is paying you a thousand bucks a month. You're paying 800, you know, 700 bucks for the VA. So again, there's only 200, 300 bucks for all your other expenses to you for you to invest in growth and everything. Yeah, I mean, like I said, it's it can be as much as you know six seven hundred on a fifteen thousand fifteen hundred a month client. Uh, when we started, we were priced at a thousand. We bumped up to fifteen hundred. Uh, just again, learning about pricing. But some of our clients are on less. And I'll be honest with you. I mean, I don't have an answer for that as we scale more. All I know is at the moment we can pay you know co-founders' salary. It leaves some money for you know paying the team that's not inbox managers, like you know the the hiring manager, you know a few ancillary staff. And then, um, you know, a couple of thousand bucks to spend on marketing at the moment, which I'm enjoying spending and testing different marketing campaigns. But tell me about that. What are you testing? Well, for the early stages, it was all like podcast marketing, my own audience, that sort of thing. Then obviously that kind of tapped out. At the moment, I've been playing with, uh, you know, Twitter ads. We've been getting some traction with the VC kind of world. So Twitter is where a lot of VCs hang out. So we've been you know playing with that. What do you um, mean in the VC world? You, do you manage or one of your 15 customers as a VC? 
Yeah, we've got a couple of clients who come through, like they're either founders who are now doing investing or they're actually VCs. And I feel it's like a bit of a sweet spot for our service. You know, they're not huge companies. They're usually more boutique, a couple of um, founders, and they have a lot of email. A lot of inbound email, a lot of communication flow. So uh, again, it's a test. Uh, it's way too early for me to say that's the sweet spot. But VCs, real estate agents, the kind of a certain size company seems to work well. Interesting. Okay. Now, have you done this all bootstrapped or have you raised? Bootstrapped. Bootstrapped the company. Okay. And um, any engineers on the team? No, no. We don't really need them. I mean, we've got some tech help for the website, but it's not a tech heavy business. That's what I'm saying. I was like, is there a way that you can build and invest in developing code here to make the margins improve so you can actually afford to bring this service to way more people? Yeah, well, I've certainly thought about, you know, the, the AI assisted email management. And there's a few tools that have come out that I've had my eye on, like that can simply just reduce the cost of delivering the service. So like which tools? Uh, there's one called Tala, which I had my eye on for a while. It hasn't really surfaced as something we would apply, but we looked into it. Uh, it basically kind of creates an AI-powered knowledge base for common emails, like you know, common responses to emails. And the idea is your inbox manager is in there. They've got Tala looking at the emails. It's building a knowledge base. T-A-L-L-A? Yeah, T-A-L-L-A, I think is a, the right one, if you can, mm. if you can find it there. Um, but it just wasn't you know, cost effective for us to apply something like that at this point in the future, if it gets better, you know, with more scale possibly, but yeah, I don't have an answer. Has anyone started paying you and stopped? Oh yeah, for sure. We uh, had a few people, sorry. Yeah. We had some people who are, it's kind of funny. They can't psychologically let go of the inbox. It's like a case where they're like, I need to see what's going into my inbox. I can't let go of that. So we've had a couple of people who haven't made it through the handover process. And just a couple of small businesses who, you know, they, they had a down period and that was one of the things they cut. Um, but then we had the flip side, you know, some people are with us from the beginning, uh, three years nonstop. And to get these folks in the first place, I mean, do you know what you're spending on a fully weighted CAC basis to get a new thousand dollar a month customer? Well, as I said, I only just started doing the paid advertising. So to get the an actual CAC, it's way too early for that. And everything before that has been very much a referral in my own network. So, you know, the cost of acquisition is pretty much been zero or my previous work, if you want to call it that. You mentioned though, a couple thousand dollars per month you're spending on ads. I mean, it's a significant portion if you're only doing $15,000 a month in total revenue. Uh, I mean, well, so I'm what not do you spending aim? that yet. I've, oh, okay, I've okay. basically spent a thousand bucks in the last two weeks just playing with it myself. I haven't. So you know, how many leads did you get? It. Sorry? How many leads came from that? Well, none. I mean, that's what I'm saying. It's literally week one. We've had a couple hundred clicks. So I'm still refining, you know, the targeting, the keywords, the ad groups, mm -hmm. doing the split testing. And even seeing is LinkedIn or Twitter or Facebook or Instagram or Google search, you know, the best platform for this. So a little too early to say. Interesting. Very cool. Well, let's wrap up here. You are with the famous five. Number one, favorite business book. Oh, so many. Um, you know, I'm a big fan of, oh, I'm going to say, man, there's too many I've listened to recently. Um, I, I guess if I'm going to go back to the original richest man in Babylon, would probably be one of my favorite, more of a money book than a business book, but that was really what got me started. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying? Um, I mean, I don't want to say Elon Musk, but everyone says Elon Musk, right? Uh, certainly following him. I'm fo I do a bit of angel investing, so I follow a lot of the CEOs in, in some companies there that I find interesting, like Fitbod. Um, there's a few there's a few there, but not, nothing too serious. Number three, what's your favorite online tool for building your company? Ooh, uh, I think Slack would have to always take that. It's just, it's how I stay in touch with everyone. We're completely digital. It's just fun to use it because you see progress there. Yep. Number four, how many hours of sleep do you get every night? 
Well, I'm a big sleeper. I'm, I'm like an eight, nine, even 10 hours sometimes. That's great. And what's your situation? Married, single, kiddos? Uh, girlfriend in the other room, no kids at the moment. Okay, no kids. And how old are you? I'm just turned 41. 41. Last question. What do you wish you knew when you were 20? Sorry, what do I? What's something you wish you knew when you were 20? Wish I knew when I was 20. Oh, um, probably more so to not focus so much on the, you know, the financial end goal as much as uh, what I was enjoying doing at the time. Because a lot of stuff that I really did do early on purely for money then I made money and then I looked back and realized it wasn't the making of the money. It was as much fun as building of the business. So I think uh, really slowing down to enjoy that process like I'm doing now. Like it's that playing with ads now, learning about that. That's what's really satisfying. Inboxdone.com, 15 customers, $15,000 a month in revenue launched in 2017. He's bootstrapped the company again, helping you be able to forget about your inbox if it's something you want to do uh, so you can go on and enjoy your life. Again, scaling nicely, team of eight, again, totally bootstrapped as he looks to continue to figure out how to both scale up his inbox managers and bring on more customers at the same time in the VC and real estate worlds. All right, Yaro, thanks for taking us to the top. Thanks, Nathan.